1 Corinthians 1, 27. And this is going to lead us into what Father God has to say to each and every one of us this morning. Amen. But 1 Corinthians 1, 27, it says this. It says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Now, when I say that, I'm saying that Father God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Amen. Now, I say that to say this. On November the 1st, I had a field trip with a bunch of elementary school kids. Amen. I want you to understand it. When you listen and when you look at the things going on around you, Father's going to reveal something to you, amen? But I had a field trip with the elementary school kids, and I was taking them over to the botanical gardens. And as I'm driving the bus, one of the little kids ended up getting sick. So there was a mess on the bus, amen? And I thought the teacher told me that I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. When I got back there, she didn't take care of it. Amen. But the first thing that came to me after this was this. Now, remember, I said November the 1st. What was the day before that? October the 31st. What did the kids have October 31st? Candy. Apparently, the parents allowed this little boy to eat as much candy as he wanted to. Well, the body didn't accept all the candy that he wanted to eat, amen? So eventually, you know what came out, amen? So what Father was revealing to me is this. And when Father reveals things like this, I'm like, that ain't, that ain't nothing but Father God, amen? But he was showing me that the body cannot accept everything, amen? The body cannot accept everything. And I'm not just talking about the physical fleshly body. I'm talking about the spiritual body. Amen. The spiritual body cannot accept everything that the world continues to try to cram down our throat. Amen. So the point is this. The world is trying to cram the wrong thing in and the body of Christ is not having it. Amen. The body of Christ is not having to. The subtleties that we see, the acceptance and the new way of life, the body of Christ is not having it, amen, because we're not going to allow things that the world continuously does do to accept those things, because the thing is this, if you don't accept it, you're hating. If you don't accept it, you're discriminating, amen, but the body of Christ is not having it, amen. Now, I'm going to read this. I want each of you to turn to John 17, 6 through 19. And I'm going to read this out of the New International Version. Amen. The NIV, I want to read it out of that because I want each and every one of us to get the understanding of what's being said here. Amen. John 17, 6 through 19. Amen. And this is Jesus talking with his father. Amen. He says, I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now that they know that everything you have given me comes from you, for I gave them 
the word you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them, and I am not praying for the world, but for those who have given me, for they are yours. Amen. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and the glory has come to me through them. Amen. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them from the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with you, I protected them and kept them safe by thy name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world anymore. Then I am of the world. Amen. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. 19 says this, for them I sanctify myself, for them I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. Amen. So everything that Christ was saying to his father is this. Jesus was saying, I told them about you, father. Jesus said, I told them who they were and who they are. Amen. Jesus is saying that they have obeyed your word. Jesus is saying none have been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. Jesus is saying, give them the full measure of my joy within. Amen. Jesus is saying, let them be one as we are one. Jesus is saying, let the world that hate them that they, not, that they are not of the world anymore. So Jesus is saying that even though we're in this world, we are not of this world, amen? And we will be hated by those that are not of the spiritual world, amen? Now, Jesus says, sanctify them by thy truth. Your word is truth. Now, this is the point that I want to make is this. Jesus said, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Amen. Because many times when we in situations, what do we want to do? We want to get out of that situation. But we have to understand that the situation that we're going through is for our growth. It's for our understanding. Amen. This morning's message is this. I want to say I'm talking to the body of Christ. Amen. I'm talking to the body of Christ. No matter what the body of Christ will, the body of Christ will not be compromised. Amen. The body of Christ will not be compromised. Amen. Every day, it seems as if something new pops up. Amen. And for this reason, the word of God tells us to stand strong on his word. Amen. Unmovable with his word and rooted in his word. Amen. Because saints, we have to understand this. When you go home today, something new is going to happen. 
Something new is going to happen. When the body doesn't want something, sooner or later it will reject it. This is why we tell you that you cannot eat off of everybody's table. Amen? You cannot eat off of everybody's table. Now, I know we just had Thanksgiving. Everybody makes dressing, stuffing, and this and that. But a lot of people put stuff in there that you don't even know about. It's the same thing with God's word. I mean, who eats potato salad with raisins in it? Amen? Who eats dressing with walnuts? There's always a comparison of something, amen? And it's the same thing with God's word, amen? Because we cannot accept everything that's being tr- that the world is trying to shove down our throat, amen? We, as the body of Christ, can't take in everything, amen? And see, this is why we say to study to show yourself approved is because when you're not in this place and you out there, things are going to be said that sound good, but they're not. Things are going to look good, but they're not. Amen. As a child, as this child demonstrated too much of a bad thing, it's going to cause problems. Amen. The candy was good as it was going down, but I don't know how it tasted as it came up. Amen. And this is the thing. The world continues to try to cram things down our throat amen but the body and i'm talking about the spirit i'm not talking about the physical body now i'm talking about the spiritual body has to understand what it is that we have to do amen it goes on it it goes to cause many of us to be moved from this glorious occasion that is to come amen when you allow the things of the world to continue to be crammed down and crammed down and crammed down what do you think eventually is going to happen you're going to be moved amen as this young child was moved he crammed some stuff down there but he was moved after he found out that his body would not accept it it's the same thing with the spiritual world the world is going to try to cram things down your throat Amen. And it's either to accept it or it's going to come up. Amen. And not just this, saints. I'm not just saying cramming things down in our body, but I'm talking about things around the body, too. There's places we shouldn't be. There's things that we put around ourselves that we shouldn't be around. Amen. And we don't even know it. Amen. We don't even know it. Christians are busy people with all the worldly pursuits Having been fulfilled, earning a living, maintaining a house, family time, recreation, social events, church responsibilities, we are worn out with little time for Father God and even less for his gospel, amen? Everything comes before him, amen? Everything comes before him. But the little time we do give him, what are we doing? Are we giving him enough time? Our priority of this is this. Priority of the word should be number one. Amen. When you wake up and when you lay down, and that's in the Old Testament. Amen. When you wake up, that should be the first thing. And when you lay down, that should be the last thing. Amen. Now, let me say this. And we see this all day long, every day. Satan is working. Amen. Satan is working overtime right now. 
Satan knows if I can stop them from Philippians 4.19, which reads this. It says, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If I can stop them from that. He's also saying, if I can stop them from Psalms 50.15. And call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. This is what Satan is trying to do. Stop us from receiving or calling on Father God, amen. If I can stop them from relying on God, if I can stop them from calling on him, I got them, amen. I got them, amen. The enemy is trying to succeed in persuading God's own people that all they need are the things of the world, amen. If I get this house, if I get this car, if I get this new job, where is God in that? Where is he? That the things of the world are must-have, amen? And as we struggle to meet all these worldly expectations, we are drawn away from the one that is needful, which is in time the Lord himself, who was the source of all our desires and the power to do his will, amen? What is the enemy trying? He's trying to draw us away. He's trying to move us away, amen? You know, it's easy to get a child to follow you. Because all you got to do is this. Here, I got some candy. This is all the enemy is trying to do. I got some candy. And if he can separate you from the ones that you're supposed to be around, what do you think is going to happen? Destruction. Amen. That's what he's trying to do. Amen. The enemy right now is trying to separate people and separate God's children. Amen. You know, they always talk about strength in numbers. There is strength in numbers, amen? But what the enemy tries to do as a roaring lion, as lions do, they try to separate and prey on the weak, amen? Because I just heard somebody saying that the lion will not take you head on, amen? A lion, ain't gonna ta- a lion will not take a buffalo head on or a rhinoceros or a hippo head on, amen? But what they trying to do is separate, and that's what the enemy is trying to do now. Amen. From the one thing that is needful, which is time with the Lord himself, who is the source of all our desires and the power to do his will. As the body of Christ, we have to be on a spiritual diet. Amen. See, many people say they on a diet, but it's not a spiritual diet. It's a physical diet. Amen. Now, the Bible says a spiritual diet consists of this in Galatians 5, 25. This is the spiritual diet we all need to be on. Amen. See, they always talking about fruits and vegetables are good for you. These fruits right here is what each and every one of us need. Amen. The fruits of the spirit. It says, but the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Meekness, temperance against such, there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections of lust. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Amen. For to set our mind on the flesh is death, but to set our mind on the spirit is life and peace, the Bible says. Amen. So I want to ask you this question today. What is your mind set on? 
Is it the natural things of the world? Is it the fleshly things of the world? Is it the physical things of the world? Because, again, that's not going to last, amen. That's not going to last, amen. But Matthew 5, 6 tells us this. It says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled, amen. They shall be filled. See, I'm talking about a spiritual thing that's going to fill you up, not a natural thing. Because natural things will fill you up temporarily, amen? Jesus is our righteousness, amen? There should be nothing that a child of God desires more than his word, amen? Nothing that we should desire more than God's word, amen? God's words provide strength and ability to grow. The word of God adds a absolute vital dimension to a person's life if we want to live the abundant life here and eventually the eternal life there. Amen. Now what this means for us, no matter how long we've been saved, we need to eat God's word as a spiritual food daily. Amen. See, one thing we never forget to do is eat. We never forget to eat to feel this. But how often do we forget to eat to feel the inner man? Amen. An analogy years ago I gave. Y'all know how big Corey is. And y'all know how big Ayana was at the time. And I use Ayana as the fleshly man. But I use Corey as the spiritual and that's what I was saying. The whole point was, that's what you want to be. As big as Corey was, I'm talking about our spiritual man should be that way. Amen? But our fleshly man should be dwindling each and every day. Amen? We need to be filled with his word each and every day. We need to continue to become more like he is and what he's calling us to be. Amen? Just as eating physical food is necessary for the body, the word of God is needed. For our spiritual body, amen? The spiritual body desires nothing of the flesh to survive, amen? Nothing. There is nothing physical that you can feed your body or feed your spiritual body that's going to help it, amen? Nothing. But we tend to put more in the physical than we do the spiritual, amen? And this is why so many people are drawn away, amen? Because their spiritual man is not being fed each and every day. Their spiritual man don't know right from wrong. Their spiritual man doesn't know that that little bit that you messing around with is the little bit that's going to cause you to be drawn away. Amen. I want you to think about this when I talk about the body. Think about the incarnation of the physical body of Christ. He was born in a manger. And what happened to his body, the same body in which he fulfilled all obedience, was lacerated, pierced, and broken. Amen? And when I say broken, I'm talking about broken skin because the Bible says not a bone of his shall be broken. Amen? I'm talking about his skin. His flesh was ripped to shreds. Amen? It was the body in which he suffered the world-afflicted pain of, 
on the body of Jesus over 2,000 years of history, the world has always hated the church, which is the body of Christ. They ain't going to love you. They're not going to love you, and you have to understand that. And I'm saying that, and I'm not, I, when I say that, I'm saying it to, to this effect. Don't think that you have to fit in with what other people are doing, amen, to be liked, to be wanted, amen. It always has and it always will be. Don't expect things to change. Jesus said, if the world hates you, keep in mind, they hated me first, amen. They hated me first. If we've devoted our lives to serving Christ, we will have scars and wounds to show for it. Amen. If you devoted your life to serving Christ. Amen. And when I say scars and wounds, some of this stuff comes from your family members, your friends. It doesn't matter. We're going to have scars and wounds. Amen. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.10, he says, we are to always bearing about in the body the dying of our Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifested in this body. Amen. We all want to be a part of a healthy body, but the body which Christ is the head is also a despised body, a suffering body in this world. Amen. Saints, we always going to go through something. Amen. There's no easy way about it. We always going to go through something and we always going to deal with some things. Amen. It's real easy to get stuck into the all good things that the world has to offer. But from the people we love to and the things that get us are those bling things. Amen. That's what I want. That's what I want. It's the physical that is causing us to leave the spiritual amen before our eyes and think the world itself is good everything looks good to the eye amen and those are the things that call us to fall, that cause us to fall amen but be warned the world is temporary there is an expiration date amen you hear what i said there is an expiration date for this world amen and i'm gonna tell you this it's about up So the last thing you would want to do, knowing that, and I don't understand how people can do it, is when you see the way this world is going, why would you go into it? Amen? I read something the other day. It was talking about the Euphrates River. And when you look in Revelation 16, 12, now back in 2000, I think 2020, the Euphrates River was shrinking. Amen. Now, when you look at Revelation 16, 12, it talks about the Euphrates River drying up. Now, man is saying that in 2040, the Euphrates River will be completely dried up. When you get a chance, I want you to read Revelation 16 so you can just see that was one of the vows that was pouring out. Amen. So when you see signs like this, do you think, ah, it's going to be all right? Or do you think this stuff is really coming to pass? This is really happening. See, everybody's asking for a sign. <laughs> 
they're there. Look. You asking for a warning? It's there. Amen? And those who chase after its pleasures and treasures can easily fall prey to his illusions and turn from what really matters. Amen? When you see all that good stuff out here that the world has to offer, the cars, the houses, the nice necklaces, the chains, and all this and that, and you start following after that stuff, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to miss out. You're going to miss out. <laughs> and this is what we try to tell everyone, amen? Don't be distracted by the things that you see. Everything looks good, but it's not good, amen? And when I say miss out, I'm talking about God and his holy kingdom, amen? You talking about seeing some beautiful things now? How do you think it's going to look there? This is nothing compared to the beauty that you shall see. We see the beautiful leaves. We see the snow. We see all these beautiful things. But that's nothing compared to what God has in store for each and every one of us. Amen. But do you want to settle for these temporary things? Because you have to understand, when you look at season to season, everything comes and goes. Amen. But when you're there, it's all the time. Amen. So do not conform to the pattern of this world, chasing after those temporary things, amen. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, it tells us this. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen? Saints, God's kingdom called us to put God first and to walk in honor, respect, and obedience to him and his way. I'm going to say this, Pastor. This may be one of your words. There can't be no right or way. There can't be no right or way, amen, than to serve God, amen. You can go the wronger way all you want, but there's no right or way, amen. Consistently, continuously, when you go home today and you look and you see, watch and see what you see. Amen. It's not getting any better. Nothing's getting any better. But the world calls us to something totally different. Amen. The world is calling the saints of God. Do you not know that the enemy is using everything he can to draw you away, to cause you to walk away, to cause you to fall away? Amen. The world calls us to something totally different. The game of life, this is the game of life. 
is to accumulate as much riches as you can and enjoy as many pleasures of this body and mind as we can. And that's it. You can't take nothing with you. But you had a lot of stuff here. But what do you have to show for it? Amen. And you have to understand this. The things of the world that we receive can be taken just like that. Just like that. But the love of God is everlasting. Amen. The world has an ending. The kingdom doesn't. Amen. This world shall pass away. Amen. Scripture tells us repeatedly to turn away from the world and fix our eyes on Jesus. Amen. As 1 John 2.15 tells us this. It says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of, of the Father is not in him. Amen. If you rather be stuck here, the love of the Father is not in you. Amen. We all like to fit in. We all like the acceptance of others as they include our involvement in their activities. God created us as social beings. Amen. But how much should a Christian fit into the things of the world? Amen. Because if you start fitting in with them, what do you think they're going to think? You're not a Christian. You're not a believer in God. Amen. Because when you're doing the same things as they are, what are they going to see you as? One of them. Amen. And in this world, trying to fit in, or I want to say this, because when we fit in to the world, how much is the world trying to fit in with us? Are you following them or are they following you? See, this is the thing. The world wants much from you, but what are they willing to give? What are they willing to sacrifice? You can say and hear whatever they have to say, but are they willing to listen to what you have to say? Amen. No. Amen. They're not. Amen. The world is happy where they are. Amen. We know that. You know why we know that? Because we were there once before. And it took Father God to call us out of those things. Amen. We couldn't do this ourselves. I want to close with this. As a parent, we tell our children, if you see something bad happen, go the other way. What does the world say? Take out your camera and videotape it, put it on this and put it on that. That's what the world tells. Let me tell y'all this, and it's disturbing is what it is. And I think this was out on 94 a couple of years ago. There was a car crash. Actually, it was a couple of cars that crashed. There were people laid out on 94. The guy took his camera phone out and started videotaping the wreckage and these people basically dying in front of them. Then he called 911. 
So instead of doing the right thing, I'm getting all this on. This is the first thing people do. I asked the kids on my bus if they tell me it was a fight. What did you do? I pulled my phone out. So you didn't think in the in the in society that we live in now, what do you think is going to happen in a fight? Somebody eventually is going to and start doing this. But you want to take your camera phone out and videotape it. This is what we've become to. Not showing passion for those that are going through, but for the desire to say, hey, I videotaped it. I know all about it and this and that. This is what the world has become. It's not about love, amen. It's about acceptance, amen. If I tell my children, if you see something bad happening, what are you going to do? Go the other way. But no, not these kids today. I'm going to run to it because I want to see what's actually happening. I want to see if I know the person and what's going on. Amen. This is what the world is teaching our children to do. Amen. Don't seek after the things of this world. Don't be consumed by the things of this world. Amen. And Colossians 3, 1 through 4, it tells us this. It says, if ye thee being risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on the things above and not on the things of the earth. For ye are dead and the life is hidden with Christ in God. Amen. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. That's what I want. I want to appear with him in glory. Amen. That's what I want. That's what I seek. That's what I press for each and every day. Amen. And it's not the acceptance of the world and it's not the things of the world. Amen. Jesus came down to bring us up. Amen. But many have chosen to stay. And that's the sad thing about it. He didn't have to do it, saints, but he did. Because of the love that he had for each and every one of us. On the cross, it was your name. Amen. It was you that he died for. He didn't do anything. But yet and still, he did it for each and every one of us. Amen. With that being said, I turn it back over to the hands of the pastor. Amen. Amen.